What's up, guys? Heathen Culture Podcast brought to you by the infamous Legacy Barbell Company, the LBC, often imitated, never duplicated. If you're looking for an awesome fitness culture to be surrounded by, check out Legacy Barbell, $39 a month, $15 for a day pass, no enrollment, no fees, no bullshit, no games. If it sounds like what you're into, 26803 Hannah Road, Suite 808, or... It is up on IG at Legacy Barbell and LegacyBarbell.com or even on Facebook. Check it out there. Also, this podcast brought to you by the amazing, the wonderful Glaxon Labs. Glaxon Labs makes some of the best supplements you can possibly get your hands on, including Specimen, one of the best pre-workouts in the game. They even have their Super Greens, which is doesn't taste like a bowl full of dicks. It's absolutely amazing. It's It doesn't taste like grass clippings in your mouth. It's just really good. I prefer the raspberry sweet tea flavor. You ought to check them out. Most of your supplement stores are carrying them nowadays. They've been featured on stacked3d.com. Also, soon to be on tigerfitness.com, so check them out there. And last but not least, big shout out to one of our other sponsors, Mr. Taylor Fitness. Jeff Taylor doing our classes. He's sponsoring this podcast, so check him out when you can. Do this favor, guys. If you like what you hear, hit subscribe, hit, make a review, hit share. We can't wait to keep doing this for you guys. Have a wonderful day, and now on to the show. As Heathen Culture Podcast, in here hanging out with my main man, Mr. Jeffrey Taylor. So, so Jeff, uh, Jeff works here at the gym. He also works on Sundays. Uh, new dad, new gun owner, uh, new to uh, the the lies and the the BS and the world of conspiracy that we live in. Oh yeah, definitely new. Um, we're gonna exercise some some privilege right now. Some privilege. Welcome to the free the free thought process where you can say what you want, how you want, when you want. Now, what people don't realize is Jeff has an incredibly cool story. And we're going to do that next time. But we're having a conversation right now. And as we're on the co- having a conversation, I get on my phone and I notice that Governor Greg Abbott has uh, put in a statewide... Uh, mask mandate order. Now, anybody that knows me knows um, fuck a mask. Um, do I think it, it helps? Absolutely not. What do you think, Jeff? Yeah, I'm, I'm not a really big believer in it. If you're going to wear one, it has to be something that I believe would be one of those medical-grade masks. And even then, when you look at the size of it, it's like, what are we wearing on our faces? Bandanas, old T-shirts. Like, I bought me a face shield. Face shield? Face shield, you know, because it wraps around my face because I got all this face shield. Because if I wear a mask, it's going to get through. All right, so a hint of your background. Uh, you were in the quote-unquote medical field. Yes, sir. What did so, you do? So I worked for the medical examiner's office in Harris County. Um, and what I would do would be death investigations. So I would go to all kinds of scenes, murders, suicides, um, natural deaths, anything from... Oh, man, you name it, I've seen it. But, um, you know, and even then, I I didn't wear masks to some of those. Scenes. Yes, but, I mean, when it's time to wear a mask, you know what mask you should be wearing. Oh, yeah, I know what mask I should be wearing. And and the thing is, is the mask that we see people wearing don't stop shit. 
it's not effective. There was a picture I saw the other day. A man was out to prove about how airflow around those masks, especially if you've got like facial hair, and he was doing. Drywall. I don't have any. No, no facial hair. Oh yeah, no, none at all. You none. look like a baby face. Yeah, I'm totally baby face. Um, and so he um, he was doing drywall work, and he let all the dust settle and everything, and he took that mask off, and all of that dust was inside of that mask. Now, maybe he didn't have it secured around his nose well enough. I'm sure people will probably say, oh, he didn't have it secured well enough. I mean, he had facial hair, yeah, but still, like, his entire nose and mouth was covered in well, that dust. Well, the thing is, is most people, you can't secure your 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 draws mask that you do make, you know, because, <laughs> I mean, some people are just taking the cup out of their fucking drawers and just covering their face oh, with it. God, and they're using the meat missile side, man. That's and right. It's, oh, it's terrible. And they're like, oh, it's, it's sealing it up. No, you're farting and you can smell it. It's not going to stop the coronavirus. And the thing is, that dust, those dust particles are like 300 times larger than the coronavirus particle. So if it can't stop that shit, it ain't going to stop the coronavirus. No. no. And when you look at like some of the masks and you see the thread count between it, it's like it fits right through it. Like I think you even made a post the other day. It's like between some of the masks that people are wearing, you could fit 30 of those droplets through one of the passages on yeah. and between the thread count. Or the, the what was it? It was a, there was a, an actress that had a crocheted mask on. Oh my God. And you can see her mouth through the holes. I'm like, you ain't stopping shit. You ain't stopping anything. I, I, I think, um, we'll deep, we'll deep dive. We'll take the rabbit hole. Deep. I think that this, this is a population control thing. Oh, I firmly believe that for sure. Um, we go biblical on it, you know. In the end of days, the Antichrist, the end of times, the New World Order, all that stuff. Do I think it's coming? I think it's possibly coming, but they're wanting to see who's stupid. They're wanting to go, hey, who will follow anything blindly? Oh, definitely, blindly follow it, stay in your homes, and then threaten other people who aren't following those orders, who don't want, you know, who don't want to follow it who believe it's an infringement on their rights and then they're creating this this scare culture and everything and i was talking with a buddy of mine and he was talking to, or you know we got on the subject of these masks and when you look at like biden in his interviews and he's got it hanging off of one ear or he's got it hanging off of his mouth he's still wearing it but he's not wearing it it's like it's not being effective at all but we got talking about how this extreme left and all these riots have started happening now as well. And we think that it's that these masks that they're wearing is a, is a way to get away with keeping their identities hidden. You know, 100%. I mean, first they could I mean, they could get away with it if they wanted, even if the mask order wasn't in place. But this is just makes it even easier because now people won't even question you when you go out into public with a mask on. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, is like now they're saying, well, the first time is a warning. Second time is a two hundred and fifty dollar fine. Write me the fine. I will go to court and I will stand in court and go, show me what law I am breaking because a governor's order or mandate will not will not sit up in a court of law. It won't. No, unless there's like an amendment to our state constitution or anything like that. I don't I don't see how it could stand. Well, no, well, that and, you know. Is this written into law? Has it no, been no, written it's, into it's, law? it's a mandate. Yeah, see, it's a mandate. So, I mean. We can follow if we want. If we don't want to, yeah, we don't have to. Fuck you. I'm not going to. Uh, Yeah. And it it has nothing to do with I can't breathe. No, not at all. It's not anything about all the trapping of CO2 levels. Because I've got a a mask right here, and it's covering my face. And what it does is it covers my nose, and my chin hangs out the bottom. 
literally my chin's right there. Oh yeah. I mean, you can see my lip. So it it doesn't really work. And on top of that, you're wanting people to go to conform to your ways. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. No, we ain't gonna have that. And, and and if you're the kind of person that is shaming someone for not wearing a mask, you're fucking stupid. Oh my god, I can't even tell you how many times that comes up in that neighborhood app that I have over there. Oh yeah. And it's just why don't people wear masks? Because they don't want to, and this is Montgomery County, and they didn't say we had to, so go away. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to make. If somebody comes in here with a mask, I'll tell them to take it off. You can't work out in here with that on. Man, there's um, there's one of our members that comes in here, and like I see his posts about wearing masks, and oh, stop being stupid, people, flatten the curve. But then I see him come in here, no mask on, without a mask on, no gloves, no gloves, no nothing. And it's like, man, you ain't going to practice what you preach. You know, you're out there on that keyboard. You're being a keyboard warrior on Facebook telling everybody that they're stupid. But, oh, yeah. shit, I see you in here every fucking day without a fucking mask on. Now, he puts hand sanitizer on when he gets done deadlifting. But, I mean, the you, fuck's that going to do? You should sanitize your hands regardless. Yeah, I mean, regardless, when you walk in and you walk out, you should I mean, do we want to... Let's talk about like real self, self, uh, real safety shit. Um, most gyms, most gyms uh, ask you to wipe shit down. We we require it. But if you want to break it down, like we're talking nasty gyms, we're talking the quote unquote the real hardcore gyms. Like we're a serious training center. We have a lot of really cool stuff that's like made to be pushed to the limit. But it's not a hardcore facility. Mm-hmm. I'm talking a place where there's rust on everything. The the shit is duct taped. Yada, yada, yada. You know where I'm going. Oh, yeah. Um, those places don't clean up after themselves. And so when you go to deadlift or something, that knurling has someone else's skin cells in it. Mm-hmm. Sweat, blood, all sorts of stuff. And so if it's not being cleaned properly, you better be wiping down with something on your hands. Because you will catch, you know... Uh, syphilis or something. Yeah, you can catch a, a wide variety of things, especially if, you know, there is blood in the bar. I mean, that's a blood-borne pathogen you could get there. Yeah, you can get HIV, yeah. you can get herpes, you can get... But luckily, we wipe our stuff down with barbicide, which kills all that shit. And, barbic- and people don't realize, barbicide is what your barber uses, and it kills HIV on contact. On contact. So it's it's great stuff. But... This whole point of this conversation, it, it, this bullshit, this this ignorance that is happening right now in this this world astounds me because they came out today and said the George Floyd po- protests have zero impact on the spike of COVID. Now that's a load of shit. That's that's a crock of shit. That's a crock. But of but shit. but Memorial Day did. Memorial Day had a spike had effect on spike. But hundreds of thousands of protesters in the street, because most of them were wearing masks, hiding their identities. Exactly. Didn't. It's a pick and choose culture right now. I mean. Uh, cancel culture all day. Yeah, it's cancel culture all day. I mean, it's it's insane. Did you see that they uh, just voted to take down that Lincoln Memorial? And uh, not the actual one that's in Washington, D.C., but it was uh, it's the Emancipation Memorial. It's got him standing there showing that he's freeing a slave. And they want to take it down. Why? Because they want to cancel it out. They want to get rid of all this 
so-called racism stuff, but it's like that's the man that fought for rights for you guys. He he abolished slavery. Now, granted, he didn't free the slaves. No, but he fought for those. He abolished slavery, yeah. which is which is a great thing. And what I don't understand is, and, and this is let's just call this my ignorance. As much as ignorance as I can put out there. How are you going to cancel Abraham motherfucking Lincoln? The man who abolished slavery because at one time he owned a slave. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. No. It doesn't work. And so if you're going to cancel that part of history, what the fuck are we doing? Why we learn from our history, we learn from the past. Now I'm hearing things like, and Grant, Grant, this is all media. So th- this is mainstream media. This is not me and my guys talking, me and talking to people. This is what you see on mainstream. Media. They're wanting to resegregate. I'm seeing things like blacks only in bathrooms and restaurants, and black nights only at restaurants. I'm like really? Yeah. I'm like, uh, we fought to end this. Martin Luther King fought to end this so you could stand equally side by side with every man, with everyone, have a fucking right to do so. And you're trying to go back in time 70 fucking years. Are you serious? You know, people always say that history repeats itself. And they're wanting to take all these statues down and everything like that because, oh, well, we we know history. It's in our history. It belongs in a museum. It's like, well, it's not there for us to remind ourselves of. Those are monuments to our forefathers that started this country, founded on freedom and the beliefs of what we have. And you're trying to cancel it out. But, yeah, this whole cancel culture is just becoming so toxic anymore. Well, you know, it first started off with a PC culture. Mm -hmm. Everybody had to be politically correct. Then there was the uh, inclusion c- culture, where everybody had to feel included. Now we've progressed to the cancel culture, which everybody, if you don't like something, cancel it out. Mm-hmm. That's fucking bullshit. It doesn't work. I just, I just can't imagine this, this progressing further. Yeah, like, what's next? I mean, I'm not putting on a fucking face mask. No. If I go out in public by myself, no. I'm going to go out and pull with my wife. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm going to put one on. No. Uh, my, my shit. My, my wife comes home from a trauma ICU unit every night. And do you know how worried about corona she is? Goose egg. Not, not a worry. I mean, what she does when she comes home, she takes her shoes off outside the door. But you know what? She's done that before corona happened because she walks around in blood and shit and all that other shit, you know? Yeah. Um, she even intubated a COVID-positive patient the other night. And they had to do an emergency intubation, and they didn't wear their PPE like they were supposed to because it was an emergency. They didn't have time to throw it on. And she got fucking spit all over and got it everywhere on her. And guess what? She's still negative. She comes home. Well, I mean, according to the experts, not you or me. No, not me. Not not us uh, unintelligent people. But... Doesn't she have to wait 14 days to find out if she possibly has it? Man. Because I've heard 14 days, three days, instantly. Like you hear all this stuff. No one has a fucking answer. No one has an idea about it. There was, She actually had a co-worker when she came and tested, or she didn't test positive, but she was running a fever at the door because, you know, they were doing those fever checks and all that good junk at the door at the hospital. She ran a fever. They sent her home. She got tested, being positive. 
and then she did her whole staying away from everybody socially distancing for her two weeks and she was still testing positive for another two weeks after that after she stopped showing signs and symptoms of it she still continued to test positive almost a month they say it's only two week intubation period or anything like that you know it should be gone all oh, two weeks and it's gone man this chick she had it for almost a month now could they have been false positives well, yeah. yeah, but that's the whole deal with this whole COVID nineteen testing. Is even the guy who made this test said that it it only sequences the RNA for like the SARS COVID out of it, which we've seen SARS COVID for around you know around for a long time now. Well, the the flip side to it is is right behind us, Cleargate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they they made tests, and you know I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden they stopped making tests. And the thing is, is like I'm hearing now, like people are sending in quote unquote used tests, which are just literally open and enclosed, no specimen taken, no nothing. And there's they're testing positive for COVID. Really? Yeah. Do you remember when COVID first started? Like everything, every death. If they died from a car accident but had COVID, it was counted as a COVID death. Oh, you'll love this. You could die from a shark bite. If you had COVID, you died from COVID. Not the shark bite. Not the shark bite. But COVID. My wife, so she was, and I was telling her about that. I was like, you know how these hospitals are doing it? She goes, well, I don't know. I mean, they may do it on some other floors or some other hospitals. She goes, but when that death certificate comes to that, I got to sign. She goes, I don't write that down because that's, that's not what killed them, you know, especially if they were in there already for a car accident, you know, car accident. Yeah. That killed them, not COVID. Hey, now COVID could have complicated the situation if they had it. But did they test for it? No, because they came in for a car accident. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, is like it's like COVID is everything under the sun, according to everybody. It's like this is the worst shit ever. This is, you know, the the single worst pandemic. And and Summer was against it at first. She's like, we're all gonna die. Like, you know, this thing's going to kill me. And now it's like, it's the fucking flu. Yeah, they put that scare into us. I mean, shit, that even got me at the very beginning of it. I went out hiking with my son um, out there at that greenway. And I parked next to another trailhawk because, you know, Jeep dudes and trailhawks, I guess, at least for me anyways. I'm just weird like that. I wanted to park next to him. So I did. And uh, he came up to his car after he was done. And I was like, hey, you know, how you like your trailhawk and everything? And then, like, I shook his hand. And then I immediately regretted it, and I got in my car, and I can't tell you how scared I was because I was like, fuck, I just got COVID. Because that's the fear that they had put into you. But then now it's like I've been up here around people. I've been around my wife who comes home every single day with probably the that that virus on her clothes. The, the single most, uh, I would say, associated person to it in your life would be her. Oh, yeah. Because she works in a hospital surrounded by people with COVID all the time. She works on an ICU unit, which apparently right now are packed, quote-unquote packed. I mean, but... Now, quote-unquote packed, is that her terminology or the media? No, it's what the media is saying, you know? Like, when you look and it was like, you know... Now, I have no doubt that these, these ICU units are probably full. But when you look at the beds and everything, it's like she hardly ever talks about how many COVID patients she has in there. It's about her... Her trauma patients, you know, her open hearts or, you know, the the cardiac patients she has, they're all the ones that are in those beds. She's only got like maybe one or two COVID patients. 
See, the rest of them are people that are actually in there for, you yeah. know, some intense shit that have to be on an intubator because they've been in a car wreck or they're fucking a vegetable and brain dead, and we're waiting on the family to come sign it off and pull the plug. Absolutely, one or two COVID people up in there. Let me ask. Let me ask you a question. With with all the shit going on, like when this this all kicked off, I know your fear was through the roof. Now. What's your thought processes? What's what's what what are you and the wife's thought processes about this? Not much. I mean, yeah, we had that that fear at the beginning of it. Like we had, she was wanting to distance, you know, and do her social, lock herself in the bedroom. It, you know, I mean, we already kind of do that because she works night shifts, so she sleeps all day. Yeah. But you know, I had the fear because I didn't want my child to get it. You know, he's now almost ten months old, and I was afraid that you know we would bring it home and give it to him. Or something like that. But now it's like, I take him out in public with me. Now I put something over top of his carrier. Yeah. But it don't work because <laughs> little bastard, he kicks ah. it. He, he yanks it down because he wants to see what's going on. But, uh, you know, it's I'm not scared of it because it's not going to dictate my life. I still got to go buy groceries, which it's insane that you can go to a grocery store and that you don't catch it even though you're closer to the people in there than you are in here. Like, cause whenever, you know, they've got those little stickers set up on the floor, it says you need to shop this way. Nobody fucking listens to that. Nobody no. reads it. Cause I was in all these sees my parking sign. So no, nobody sees gonna... your parking sign. So who's going to see shit on the floor? Exactly. And so like, I'm walking through the store and people are bumping into me and walking the opposite way that they're supposed to. I'm just like, well, one, you guys are a bunch of dumbasses cause you can't follow simple little stickers. So, yeah. I mean, you're supposed to go that way. If you're that scared of it, you need to follow these rules, I guess. But if you're yeah. not scared of it, go ahead and go against the grain, I guess. But I ain't wearing no mask out there when I do it because... I have this horrible problem every time I go out in the sunshine. Like, like you've been in my vehicle for a minute. I go step out of my vehicle and the sun hits me. I sneeze twice. It's almost every time. <laughs> and summer be, Summer's with me and I'll sneeze and she looks at me because I get dirty looks from people when I sneeze. And I go, I just scream, Rona! Like, really oh, loud. Rona! Like, Rona! Everybody run. I'm sure people yeah. do run too. It's funny. They're, they're like, they freak out. Yeah, I mean, I. We went to Julio's one night. Which, by the way, Julio's Mexican on Sawdust. Mm. Uh, if you want to sponsor a, an episode, you know, bring some pizzas up here because they have tacos al pastor pizza. Oh my god! Uh, so you know, and bring that and a couple doseritas. Oh, some doseritas and that. And while podcasting, be even better. Oh, even better. Um. We were, we were going up there during uh, the initial COVID thing, and Summer's with me because you know she's working from home. She's like, I really need to get out of the house, so I get in the truck, and I go out there. And this, la- I get out of the truck, and this lady's just smiling at me, and I sneezed, and I when I sneezed, I, I covered, I put it into my into my elbow, like I my I was like ah, and she went from smiling to like gave me the dirty go to hell look and like turned to the side and like faced away from me oh that's hilarious and it took all i could do not to go don't worry ma'am it's not that's not gonna stop you from getting covid from me you know turning away from me i should just rub on you i really wanted to say that but i didn't because i just hate people yeah people suck man And, and, and that's the kind of society that they're creating now you can't like you can't go out in public and cough no you can't sneeze and then people are going to judge you and they're going to think that you've got something deadly to give to them and it's just like is there are there any other diseases since covid came out do people still get the flu oh i assume so cholera malaria oh yeah um cancer oh yeah no no that's been eradicated i heard that's done yeah 
What about uh, we just nuke those people to death? I mean, and syphilis. Yeah, is syphilis still out there? No, no, no. Maybe, maybe. Crabs. Oh, Oh, COVID crabs. COVID crabs. (laughs) Lambo booty COVID crabs. Oh, Lambo booty. Lambo booty hashtag Hashtag pre curdled. Oh, hashtag pre curdled on the Lambo booty. Oh yeah, that's right. So if anybody wants to know what uh, pre curdled means. I'm putting it out there. Yeah, go. No, good. Go for it. Uh, so pre-curdled. So it's no secret that uh, in the gym culture, uh, exogenous hormones are a thing. Quote, unquote, steroids. Quote, unquote. I don't do them anymore. I do testosterone replacement therapy. I got a great doctor. Does wonderful things for me. But this is like when I first started like 10 years ago. And I took some Anavar. I took a lot of it. Oh, my God. A lot of Anavar. Well, you know, when you're single, alone, at home, doing your thing. watching your time. Watching a certain kind of movie on your laptop alone. Um, some things happen, you know? Things happen. Things happen. And when I got mine, it came out curdled up like... Uh, like when you leave Bailey's in the car bomb too oh long. Oh my god, I love that reference right it's, there. Because like, oh, it because it just that nails it. I guess. Yeah. I mean that because that that's something you can picture. And I can only imagine Summer listening to this right now. She's going, "Oh my god, I'm oh. tainting this fucking thing." Oh, this already she did. Yeah, she's hashtag pre curdle. Pre curdle. Hashtag pre curdle. Sorry, I just hit the. I mean, I can always play the video for you in front of all this. You know my. Uh, Summer's video she sent you. Oh, the video you showed me? Yeah. Are you walking naked? Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> Listening that- to Kenny G. Oh, my God. That was the funniest thing I've seen all day. It was hilarious. I laughed my ass off for the next, like, four hours, I think. I even I had gotten my workout in, had completely forgot about it, and then I walked past the desk, and Henry's chilling there, and he smiles at me, and I fucking lose it again. <laughs> so... You got to tell everybody what you do behind my back, though. What I do behind your back? Yeah. Like Lambo booty? No, no. The uh, the the picture you have in your phone. Oh, my God. Okay, so one night I was over at Henra's house here, and uh, we were having a get-together. Oh, what was that? That was the uh, that was the trainer night to celebrate the new place before we moved in. Yeah, it? yeah. That was yeah. Uh, the Christmas dinner. Yeah, that was the Christmas dinner to celebrate everything. So, um after everybody leaves, and of course... Um, Majority of people leave. Yeah. The, the, the people were close to, like, stay around. The core center stayed around, and, and everybody had a couple drinks. And so Henry goes in, and he starts grabbing some books and showing us Summer and her friends, and you know, and yearbooks. No, yeah, Summer started it. Summer started it. I forget what she started it with, but then she brought out this photo. Do I still have it on my phone? You definitely do, because you walk around and show it to Summer every time. Well, I just cleaned my phone off the other day. And I think I just left it on my computer. Anyway. Oh, I did. No. It's pictures. Oh, nope. There it is. Boom. And then Summer broke this out. That is uh, uh, freshman year high school band concert season pictures. So, yeah. I uh, I played the baritone in high school. And uh, I wasn't this grizzled, rugged... You're definitely not what you are now. No, no, I was, uh, I was soft. That was 
pre-pubescent, pre-beard, pre-everything, yeah, soft, that, chubby Henry. When I graduated high school, I was 278 pounds with no muscle. Woo. Thick. Thick boy. Three C's. Thick. So he walks around now showing people this band picture of me, trying to be funny, which is pretty damn funny to most people but it's mainly only summer that gets to see it i just wait till you're giving her some shit while she's on the treadmill and then i just come up behind you and i hold it over top of your head so then her face just lights up and then loses it oh she uh so to get even i pulled out her pictures Mm -hmm. where no one could even recognize her ass oh that's right that's where that came from yeah i was like oh you want to play i can play too and she goes, you motherfucker. Man, I had such a hard time picking her out of that lineup oh. in all the photos. You, Hey, guess which one she is. Yeah, you can't even tell. Couldn't even tell. Summer, Summer and I both had some glow-ups. We had, we definitely had some changes in our lives. I want to have you over to my house here soon. Uh, I finally got my photos back oh, from yeah? my parents' house, my cross-country, you know, my early freshman year days. When you were super skinny? Oh, my God, when I was 135 pounds. That was race weight, 135. Off-season was 140, 145, but then when it came to race season, I was always hovering 130, 135s, yeah, so I was a little beanpole, acne face and everything, the cool, like, gelled-up hair. Yeah, the, the spikes in the front. The spikes in the front, yeah. So, you yeah. know, I do my comb-over now and stuff. Like, I got my new hairstyle. Yeah. And so, but then, I do, too. It's called no hair. <laughs> and I would, uh, what no I would hair, do is... Care. I would gel up the front part of this, and I would let it, like, hang over top my forehead like this here. And I would take a fucking hairdryer in the morning to try to get it to stiffen up really quickly so it would dry in that position where it would come over like that. Dude, you just wait till you see it. I can't wait to make fun of you. Oh, my God. And some of the clothes. If I had the yearbooks, I could get those. I'm actually going back up to Indiana here in a, about a week and a half, I believe, now. We're the, getting close the to The 11th, right? Uh, the the 12th is when the I'm leaving. Yeah. And so uh, I'm going to find some yearbooks and bring them back for you. Jesus. Can't wait. Oh, my find God. Me. And then some of my chorus photos in there. And I don't think I chorus? have Chorus? Oh, yeah. What is chorus? Chorus. Uh, what do you guys – everybody else down here calls something different. Choir? Um, choir. Yeah, you guys call it choir. We call it chorus. Don't ask why. Don't ask why. I don't fucking know why we call it's it. It's an Indiana thing. It's an it? Indiana thing. Uh, listen, I'm from a small Amish community. And Amish, 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 it's a little Amish community. Oh, Amish. We trade, you know, goats and chickens and corn stalks for everything. We don't pay for anything. Now, now, granted, you're not Amish. No, I'm not Amish. I get that question so often. So you, you know, you had a job. You more, you didn't wear the straw hats, and I had a job on a farm. I drove a tractor. Uh, it was a, oh, it was a John Deere. I forget the year of it. Old Pat. Pat was my boss. Well, he was just an 84-year-old man, World War II vet. Awesome. Badass. Uh, Badass, dude. I mean, that dude had more badassery in his one little pinky finger than I have in my entire body and pretty much everybody in here. This dude would talk about sleeping underneath the snow in fucking Europe and shit. And, man, he had some stories to tell. Um, Unfortunately, he passed away a week after I shipped off to to Air Force Basic. And... uh, it was kind of sad coming back home because I wanted to talk to him, but he told me some stories. You know, he's like, now that you signed up, uh, I think I can share these stories with you. And he'd talk about some of the wildest shit over there in Europe in that time. Wow. But yeah, like sleep. He was like, yeah, we just, uh, you know, our dogs would sleep under the snow that we had, and so we, that's where the warmest part's at. You dig a hole down underneath of it, and that traps all the heat, and 
that's where you sleep. And I was like, are you serious? Underneath the fucking snow? That's like, real badass. Like, the Eskimos up north, they build their shit on top of the snow. Now, granted, they still sleep in ice houses and shit. The Inuits. The Inuits. Inuits. Inu is there. Inu is there. But, man. Yeah, so that's who I worked for up there. And I didn't really do farming as, you know, like farming combines and everything like that. I took care of the land because the government paid him to not farm it anymore. His wife had passed away many, many years before that, and he became a peanut farmer. You know, or he was a peanut farmer then, and then um, she would roast the peanuts and everything like that and make it all, and he didn't know how to fucking do it. So after she passed away, he quit farming. So I got hired on my sophomore year of high school, I believe it was. I was the only caretaker of the land. I took care of his house, took care of his, his animals. I took care of the farm. Really? I mowed the pastures. And, yeah, man, when I first learned how to drive that John Deere, like, I didn't know how to fucking drive that thing at all. And he didn't even tell me. He was just like, yeah, we'll just get on it and go. I mean, that's how you learn. So <laughs> I'll see you later. And he went off to Dairy Queen or something. So I'm driving this old piece of shit John Deere. I mean, this had to be like an 80, like a 1980s and, you know, I don't know shit about tractors. This is in the 2000s. Yeah, this thing was old as balls. He wouldn't let me drive the International. I really liked that one, but that was like his antique, and he was restoring that, so I couldn't. So I got stuck with the John You know you're in Indiana when you're talking about restoring a tractor. Oh, dude, restoring tractors is huge around there. I mean, we even had antique shows that you'd go to. Antique, like like with my car, but with tractors? With tractors. With tractors, old farm machinery, um, those old big-ass big-wheel bicycles, you know, that oh, are shit. made of all iron and shit. And they'll have blacksmiths out there. They'll have old-world, you know, kettle corn, and they'll I mean, you keep, you keep selling it. You're going to talk the wives into wanting to go. They're like, that sounds so cool. Dude, you know what's even better? The Covered Bridge Festivals. The Covered Bridge Festivals? Covered Bridge Festivals are badass. And so around Indiana, there's a ton of covered bridges. You know, when you see those little paintings of, like, those red bridges going over top of, of little streams, that's what's all around there. And so we'll have Covered Bridge Festivals. And so each different town, you know, has their own covered bridge. So they'll you can walk through the covered bridge. There's nothing inside of it. But then on the outsides, they'll have, like, shops set up, people that they – like, my mom used to make soy candles. So, like, she would set up stuff like that. So it's all, like – homemade things that people have that you could sell there rock candy soy candles blankets things like that you know um so those yeah ladies you'd really like that the ladies the ladies i don't think my wife does though i don't think she cares about that shit but my mother and my grandmother i mean they i remember just every year being it you know as a kid they were just that's all they'd rant and rave about for like a month coming up to they're like all right well we got a plan to go here and go here and go here and it's like you you'd travel she would travel around the state my grandma she'd travel around the state going to these things yeah oh yeah loved them i'm gonna step out sounds good cool all right guys one second all right jeff we're back what up so that's the hard thing about being in here doing this Sometimes I have somebody watch the front, sometimes I don't. So, guys, step outside. Well, you, you got the guy that usually does it for you sitting on the other side of the desk from you. I was talking about. There's my beautiful wife standing outside right now. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can get her in here. Nice. But, uh, yeah, man. So, get your classes. What time are your classes? Classes are Monday, Wednesday, Fridays at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m., and 11 a.m. And then... Tuesday, Thursdays, 4 p.m., 5 p.m., 6 p.m. Yeah? Come on yes, in. Yes, sir. Come and in, those, Summer. 
those are the days that we offer them. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't want to come in. She, she doesn't, doesn't want to play. In. No. But that's when the classes are. They're filling up. I'm having lots of people come in at 5 and 6 and 7 a.m. now. Um, they're fun. They're hard. They're going to make you sweat. We do agility. We do durability, flexibility, foundation work, and hit training. All the abilities. All abilities. You want the abilities? We got them all. All the abilities. And I wish people could see my tongue out and going, eh, all the abilities. <laughs> Because my wife hates that. She's like, I don't get it why everybody wants, why guys think having the tongue out is so funny or cool. The Rock does it. Yeah. Yeah. The Rock does it. Come on. Plenty of people do it. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So, how can they find you, my man? They can find me on Instagram at Guardian Prime. No underscores, no O1s, ZZs, or Xs. I'm the original Autobot. You're the original Autobot. I'm the original Autobot at Guardian Prime. At Guardian Prime. Check him out, guys. Jeff Taylor. Man, I can't wait to get you in here for the real thing. Oh, man, it's going to be fun. All right, big dog. Guys, hit subscribe, hit like, hit share, leave us a review. Tell us how you like it. Give us some feedback. We can't wait to hear from y'all. Have a wonderful day. Be blessed. AMF.